0: We are the Lab Doctors. I'm Amanda. I'm Dorothy. And I'm Zhao Yong. We are biomedical researchers who realized we still have a lot to learn about science. So why not join us on this quest? Hey everyone, welcome back to the Lab Doctors
1: podcast. So this week, we're going to be talking about sweeteners again. (laughs) I was kind of curious. I know I gave a bit of a short summary last week, but this week we will be diving deeper. So do you remember the two health-related things that I talked about? Uh, Cancer. Yep, cancer. And... (laughs) I can't even remember. Uh,
0: Vascular disease. (laughs)
1: I didn't talk about that, but I think I told you that I was going to look into cardiovascular disease. The second one was gut microbiome. Oh, Oh, yeah. So that's what I'll be talking about today. The effect of artificial sweeteners on cancer risk, what it does to your gut microbiome, and also, and heart disease, because there
0: was a recent paper on that too. Okay. (laughs) I feel like it's good to know, you know. Everything in moderation. Okay, let's go. (laughs) Okay, so the cancer risk
1: and uh, heart disease risk is from this cohort called called the NutriNet Santé. It's a French web-based cohort dedicated to investigating associations between nutrition and health. So enrollment of participants from the French population was initiated in May 2009 and is still Mm -hmm. ongoing. So long, okay. Yeah, so for these two studies, right, the number of participants is over 100,000.
0: Wow. Yeah, so
1: it's a pretty big group. And the follow-up average is about 7.8 years. So they follow these people for like a really long time. Mm. Okay, let's talk about cancer first. So in the cancer risk study, there was over 102,000 participants followed up over an average of 7.8 years. Out of all the artificial sweeteners, can you guess which are the most common?
0: Aspartame. Aspartame.
1: Yes, aspartame and the other. a-sulfame potassium. Yes, a potassium or a K. So it's similar to like the global averages, I guess. So these make up around 58% and 29% of intakes respectively. So all participants' intakes were below acceptable daily intake. So the most common foods consumed that contained these sweeteners were soda drinks with no added sugar and tabletop sweeteners. So... Before we get into the results, here's a basic explanation of how they did the analysis. So they categorized the participants into three groups, non-consumers, lower consumers, and higher consumers. So how they distinguish between low and high consumers is they just took the median of all the consumption numbers. For example, in men, it was 17.44 milligrams per day. That was the median. So everyone who consumed less than 17.44 milligrams they were the lower consumers and then more is the higher consumers. So that's how they categorize all the people. Okay. Okay, so what they found was compared to non-consumers, higher consumers of aspartame and asalfame K had a higher risk of overall cancer. But it's still below the acceptable level, right? As in like how much they intake. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Hmm. actually the hazard ratio is 1.13. So it's a 13% higher risk. Of cancer. Yeah. What they found was that compared to non-consumers, higher consumers of artificial sweetener had a 13% higher risk of overall cancer. Okay. They found this association to be true also for aspartame and asulfame K. But they Mm. mentioned that this doesn't mean other sweeteners like sucralose doesn't affect cancer risk. It could just be due to not enough statistical power. Mm. They also observed a higher risk for breast cancer and obesity-related cancer. So in this study, they also found that like generally in women, there were higher levels of consumption of artificial sweeteners. So this could be the case for why they found the association with breast cancer. However, this is not to say that it doesn't affect other cancers. They are just less common. So there's not enough data to conclusively derive an association. Perhaps the most important caveat of this study is that these are association. It doesn't really establish causality. So it's not to say that artificial sweeteners cause cancer. Okay. That's it. the authors conclude that the findings do not support the use of artificial sweeteners as a safe alternative for sugars in foods and beverages. And that the data suggests that artificial sweetener and excessive sugar intake may be equally associated with cancer risk.
0: Is there a difference between the higher intake and the lower
1: intake group? They did not report. So I think not really or like not significant. Okay. Okay. So before we talk about cardiovascular risk, which was in a similar cohort, let's go into gut microbiome for a bit. So this is in a separate cohort where they did a more experimental approach, not just observational. So the first study that I'm going to talk about was done in 2020 in Canada to study whether non-nutritive artificial sweeteners, specifically aspartame and sucralose affect gut microbiota, which could in turn alter glucose metabolism. So they had 17 healthy participants undergo a 14-day treatment period where each participant consume a standardized dose of sweeteners. Fecal samples were collected before and after treatments to analyze the gut microbiome. So in this study, this 17 participant study, they found no difference in the median relative proportions of the most abundant bacterial taxa. So basically, they analyzed the stools of Mm -hmm. these people before and after the so-called treatment, the treatment being artificial sweeteners, and they found no difference. Mm. However, more recently, there was another study by Dr. Alenov where 120 healthy volunteers were randomly assigned to six groups. So aspartame, saccharin, stevia, sucralose, glucose, which is the control sugar group and Uh no supplement, which is the control group. So again, all these participants consume lower than the FDA-recommended daily intake or acceptable daily intake. Uh So in terms of glycemic response or regulation of blood glucose levels, the researchers found that the groups consuming saccharin and sucralose had a significantly elevated glycemic response during exposure to artificial sweeteners but no significant effect was found in the other group. So when they analysed the stool microbiome samples from these participants before and after consumption, they found that all four of tested artificial sweeteners altered bacteria in the gut and the molecules that they secrete. Okay. So basically in this cohort of like 120 people, they divided it into six so each group had 20 participants and then they had these participants like consume different types of sweeteners right so there were four different types of sweeteners and then there were two control groups one being like normal glucose so not artificial sweeteners just sugar and then like no sweetener so all this is very preliminary but the human microbiome the gut microbiome is affected by artificial sweeteners and it changed glycemic response so blood glucose levels following consumption of these sweeteners
0: but i thought you said the first part there was no change in the in that first oh, study. in the highest biota yes, bacteria. There's no change in the most abundant bacterial types. But then, how come there's change in the gut microbiome? These are two
1: different studies. Oh, okay. So far, artificial sweetener consumption was linked to cancer risk and is associated with microbiome changes. Okay. Okay, lastly, cardiovascular risk. So this is the same French cohort and there were 103,000 participants included. Mm-hmm. So as before, they analysed the population according to non-consumers, lower consumers and higher consumers. And they found that total artificial sweetener intake was associated with 9% higher risk in all heart disease. Total artificial sweetener intake? So from both low consumers and high consumers. Okay. Okay. Artificial sweetener consumption was particularly associated with cerebrovascular disease. So that's conditions that affect the blood flow and the blood vessels in the brain. So for example, the most common one is stroke. (gasps) Okay. So aspartame intake was associated with a 17% higher risk of cerebrovascular events, while Asalphim K and sucralose were associated with increased coronary heart disease. However, the same limitations apply as before. So this study is a web-based study. So it's fully reliant on people's memory and self-reporting. So just to end off, I would say like after reading all these papers, right, I wouldn't fully condemn artificial sweeteners, but it's just important to be wary of them.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking it's like the 9% or 13%. Is it really a lot? Doesn't sound like a lot to me. Compared to other... So for example, like smoking and yes. COPD,
1: for example, that's like a six times higher risk. So that would be like a 600%. Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? So actually like 9%. Is it's like, not. Yeah, it's not even two times.
0: The, I guess the question is, do these detriments outweigh the benefits? And I guess still everything in moderation, basically. Like you should... Do water first. I mean, if you really can't, then like artificial sweetener, sweetened drinks. I guess.
1: Yeah. So I I just wanted to like point out that like the risk is not crazy high. Mm. Yeah. I, so I think we can deal with this amount. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so the bottom line is consume less sugar, if possible, like just don't consume sugar, mm-hmm. and then if you have to, you can just
0: take drinks with artificial sweeteners, but in moderation. Mm-hmm. But a bit hard, right? A lot of our drinks still have the natural sweeteners. Sugars. Like all the canned drinks. Yeah, that's nah, so why just go for Coke Zero. Same Coke, days, zero calories. No, go for water. And just then if you want Coke. to drink Coke, you can go for
1: Coke Zero. But not all the time. I think my conclusion is like, just be more mindful of what you are consuming. Well, but are you happy?
0: Mm. and as usual subscribe to our YouTube (laughs) channel and follow us on Spotify A like and a comment will really help us out you can also follow us on our social media Instagram, Twitter or Facebook and feel free to DM us any questions
1: alternatively you can email us at thelabdoctors at gmail.com we'll post the links in the episode description so you can check that out if you're interested Bye.
0: bye